That's bigger than I thought. Or maybe not. What was that? It sounded like you just opened a roll of duct tape. It's a snack. You're eating duct tape? Ice, yes. Just in my drink corner already. Oh, wait, no, I want that. Yes. Should we just, do you want to just start? <laughs> How can we start something that isn't planned? I don't know. What do we start with? We'll start with this. Well, hey, we have an intro. Welcome to Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. I'm also Nick. <laughs> who likes berries and cream. Sorry, I've been obsessed with that recently. I'm not obsessed with it. It's just the world has finally uh, realized how great it is. The algorithms deemed that that was a thing worthy of plastering everywhere. But I think it's so funny that like, yes, it's all over TikTok now because like this generation. You were TikTok. No, TikTok. You were TikTok. No, because I was different than. No, I, I, so I searched berries and cream before this just to like. just my daily affirmation of just like watching it. Um, And I scrolled down past the video and the first like article was like, why the berries and cream song is all over TikTok right now. So is that was the algorithm that wrote that article (laughs) based on your shit. Everything's just an algorithm now. Yeah. I mean, you haven't seen the new space jam, but that's what the moral of the story is. Never seen that. But I think it's interesting that like people are talking about it now when it's like, yeah, you and I, you and I have, I think talked about berries and cream at least once a year since it came out in 2007. Was it 2007 actually? Yeah. Yeah. 2007. All right. Cool. I don't know if you're just, because it's definitely after I knew you. Um, right. Um, we saw it together for the first time. I don't know. It was, it was a magical, magical moment. It was. We were really into commercials then. I they were just better. Commercials can be really good, but most of the time they're very bad. That was just a really creative one. It was. And it was like in hindsight, I don't think it ever actually incur like I never I don't think I ever tried the berries and cream starburst because of it, but I knew of them because of it. There's only been a handful of times where advertising actually worked on me and i recognized it hey well maybe it's worked i just was, uh, i didn't recognize it I just, it was uh subconscious but no there's only been a few times um and that wasn't one of those times i don't know if i've ever i don't know if they still exist those, those type of that flavor maybe it does i don't know Do you if know? they if they don't i wouldn't be surprised if they bring them back now because no. everybody's now a little lad who loves berries and cream <sighs> I remember the first time I really noticed advertising working was um, a long time ago, uh, watching football with my grandmother and like a thing for pizza, a commercial for pizza that came on this years ago. And we we're like, oh, let's get pizza for dinner. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds good. I was just really direct. So susceptible. Mm-hmm. 
Speaking of pizza, I really do want to try Little Caesars. I don't know. Why? Uh, well, first, it's cheap. And also, they, they innovate so heavily. And it's really interesting. Yeah, because the pizza is so cheap, they have to invent new pizza. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just like sometimes just it just looks it looks really good. It's like, yeah, it's probably really buttery and greasy. Um, but sometimes that just hits just right. I don't know. It's not good, but <laughs> well, when was the last time you had it? I used to have it all the time when uh, lunch was provided because it's dirt cheap so they could feed an entire staff of people because nothing makes you feel less valued as an employee than someone saying lunch is provided and then you show up and it's Little Caesars. <laughs> it's free. Don't say it's free food, but it's free. <laughs> it's free, but it's also like it's literally advertised as ridiculously cheap. <laughs> so it's like, hey, we got you this ridiculously cheap thing for free. <laughs> Little That's Caesars. Has, oh, I was gonna say, Little Caesars has some weird commercials. They do, don't they? Some of them, I'll I'll admit, are funny. Hmm. Like which ones? Um, it was a few years ago. They were doing some kind of deal where maybe it was just the $5 hot and ready pizzas, whatever. So for yeah, for the sake of me describing it, I'll say the deal was just the $5 hot and ready pizzas. Uh, I think so, it was. so the guy walks into the Little Caesars and it was something like $5 hot and ready pizza. That's crazy. There's no rules. And he like goes to take his shirt off and they're like, you can't do that. He's like, there's some rules. <laughs> Mm. and that was just funny that is a good one that's a good one and i think it was the same like campaign where they had there was like, like two, no rule. two people like dressed each as a half of a horse for like a halloween costume or something and they're like hey little caesars has five dollar hot and ready pizzas and then it just cuts to like a real life horse just like running through a field and then it cuts back to them like at little caesars i was <laughs> It was very visual. So hmm. once again, great for a podcast. It worked. Hmm. <laughs> See, don't you want little Caesars now after talking no. about that? I can I if I know I don't like the product, then I just completely like disassociate the commercial from the actual product. And I'm just like, I'm just watching this commercial and I have no interest in the product. Speaking of commercials and products, it just kind of reminded me of the chicken sandwich taco from Taco Bell. And their marketing around that. I'm not going to talk too much about defining what a sandwich is. That's a really dumb argument. Um, anyway, but no, it's just like the, the what you see on TV and what you actually get, I think is really different. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think we both experienced that. Um, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. It doesn't However, look good at all, but I thought it was delicious. <laughs> Quite good. Um, for $1.50 as well, two can fill you up. Maybe not fill you up, but two can be enough. Um, like a quick lunch. It's not bad. Not bad. You could all put all their stuff on it too. But yeah, it just doesn't look appetizing at all. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a nice little chicken finger, <laughs> I guess. In like, a, I don't even know how you describe what the 
the bun tortilla is. I wouldn't really say it's a flatbread, but it's like a thick tortilla. I don't know. Thick with two C's. It's, it's like, like a, a. I don't know. It's like non. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's like non non bread. I don't know. It's. It, Leave it to talk about. Just have this like item that just really no one can describe. It's so, like source. I don't know, like where it originates from. Taco Bell's had some classic commercials. That's true. I don't remember any of them. I mean, they used to have the the uh, Chihuahua. Oh, great! Yeah, the Chihuahua. Yeah. Also, I vaguely remember, like, I don't know if it was. I have to. I need to look up when the Crunchwrap was introduced. But I feel like these commercials were like when they introduced the Crunchwrap Supreme. Hmm. Interesting. I I never understand what's. I, I probably mentioned this before, but I never understand what's going on Taco Bell's menu and what's what's new, what's changing, what's taken off. I never understand it. Well, the Crunchwrap Supreme is the best thing on the menu. I don't know. For me, it's the Gordita Crunch right now. Cheesy Gordita. Like crunch thing taco. The Crunchwrap Supreme started as a limited time offer in 2005. So this may have been Five. when it when it first came out. Wow. So the whole point of the Crunchwrap is like everything is like handheld. because um, you can hold it in your hand. Although in hindsight, most of Taco Bell is that way. So it's strange that like they advertise this point. specific product. Um but they, it was like a, a guy sitting in his car eating a Crunchwrap Supreme. And he just, again, this is going to be visual. So it's really nice. He just, they were saying that the, the Crunchwrap Supreme was good to go. And they did like this hand motion. They were like, good to go. Like that was, and that was. Is that how that started? Was, is this a thing that good to go? Yeah, I feel like that's a thing to all our listeners. Yeah. Listeners, what do you think? Just <laughs> write, oh, no. to, write guess... to us at what uh, 1875 Mouth Stuff, Louisiana. Just put that in the mail and see what happens. Somehow <laughs> gets to me. Um, no, no, I never mind. I remember like Kramer doing that a lot. Um, more animated though for certain things, but well, Seinfeld was an animated yeah. series. It's true. Very true. The more we know. Anyway, I've been wanting to talk to you about that for a while. Just the chicken taco. That's all. Oh yeah, it. I, I was like, I was like it. I was like. <laughs> I was. I was like the chicken taco. All right, Charlie. Oh yeah, this is wow. This is a magazine article from 2006 about talk about bringing back the crunch wrap because it was in extremely popular i can't imagine a time in my life where there wasn't a crunch wrap on the menu though that's crazy mm. oh it used to be available you for a dollar 89 well in whatever year that was whatever buying power that was well although i will admit in until high school like that was not my go-to order like till like junior or senior year of high school so we're talking like five years after they brought the crunch up back was when i first had it mm. but i never knew i never really had an order whenever we would go i would just get like their box promotion they had like, <laughs> oh that's the easiest thing i never know what to get here so just whatever they threw in a box for five bucks i i, I chose that which is a good deal 
So you would think outside the bun, but not outside the box. Nope. <laughs> Keep me in my box. That was a very clever joke because that was, I don't, that used to be their slogan think outside the bun. You have to explain it. <laughs> hey, I'm just trying Spoilers. to live, I'm just trying to live mouse. But, 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 but. Five dollar foot long. I don't know. Oh, they used to be real. That was really catchy. The five dollar foot long slogan. I must have forgot about it. It was just like five dollar, five dollar foot long. Five. Five dollar. Yeah. I'm a little lad who loves five dollar foot longs. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. Let's say that. Ugh, I can't eat Subway anymore. I don't remember last time I had it. Yeah. Months for me. I was just like, why am I eating this stuff? It's not good. <laughs> it's not good anymore. All right. I'm Googling best TV commercials of the 2000s. Ooh. Oh, there. Here. This is a BuzzFeed thing. Every, uh, 32 God. 2000s commercials every millennial knows. This sounds like you're afternoon reading on any typical day oh yeah totally i'm always on buzzfeed isn't it weird like every once in a while when buzzfeed will break like a legitimate story and then like they're uh sourced it's like buzz according to buzzfeed and it's like the same people who are like uh pick your favorite tv sitcoms and we'll tell you what kind of lasagna is best for you like those kind of that one journalist there's really doing a lot of work on those real stories. Oh, do you remember the, uh, oh, they don't even tell me what, um, what product or, uh, company this commercial is from. That's, um, they don't recognize it. It's, it was one of the cell phone companies. Oh, where it goes. Where uh, the mom is asking the the daughter uh, who she's texting, and she says, "IDK, my BFF, Jill." Oh yeah. I remember this must have been the same time as Berries and Cream because I remember being in middle Maybe. school. I was Maybe. in middle school. I remember everyone would be like, "IDK, my BFF, Jill." God, that was such a yeah. I was going a vibe. Oh, is that the same? <laughs> such a vibe then. Yeah, no, we were we were vibing hard for so. IDK, my BFF Jill. <laughs> this really makes me think. Like, I don't know. I feel like naturally, you now people grow. People, people grow. People. Not, I mean, that's a fair not, statement. Not necessarily change. Not not change. I'm probably change for better. But you know, you kind of have your your life experiences. And I just don't. I, I just don't know how I was when I was younger. Like, I don't know what I said. I don't know how I kind of was as a person and I, I would just be curious to see like go back and see myself and what I said and what I thought was funny and just what I said on a to, in a conversation like I don't remember talking to anyone <laughs> I don't know it's just one of those things where it's just it's just this 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 connect between me now and like how I was once what two things first is I guarantee that at one point in your life you said IDK my BFF Jill oh you know for sure multiple times and two I feel like you're kind of lucky that we were like the last generation where you can't actually really go back and find out everything that you said when you were younger. Mm, um, that's true. Because that is, 
which I mean, depending on how early you got Facebook and stuff, like I get yes. stuff, I get stuff that pops up in my memories that I'm like, oh God, like, like ooh. <laughs> let's delete that. Like, even if it's not something I said, like yeah. there was something recently that I was tagged in that somebody else said ooh. that I was like, I yeah. do not want to be affiliated with that. <laughs> like, Holy shit. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, I was definitely more into social media then, but even then, not as much as like other people. So I should be okay, hopefully. Oh, this is one on here. I think I've actually read this article. Is it called an article if it's just pictures? But <laughs> I think I looked at this picture article uh, yeah. before. Do you remember the head-on commercials? Well, well, yeah. I think we talked. Did we talk about this before? I know we did. Like on our own time. I don't know if we talked about it here, but yeah, no, of course, that's that has stuck with me stuck in my head the best part about those commercials because there was nothing good about the original commercials but oh, they no. they used to do so like after they did those super annoying head-on commercials for the longest time they would they did a new line of commercials where they started the same way with the same head-on applied directly to the forehead head-on and then it just cut to another person that was like i hate your commercials but i love your product and I really like that. And the general is doing that now too with the yeah. its commercials where it's like, hey, do you remember when you said the general was a good auto insurance and we like thought you were crazy? <laughs> Turns I out mean, we, we misjudged them because of their god-awful commercials. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty bad. I had no idea what I was looking at when they first came out years ago. And I'm just like, what is this, this is insurance? I might probably know what insurance was at that time, but it was just like, I don't know, weird. It somehow got like less legitimate once Shaq started doing it because it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, first off, he just, the thing is though, he will, he probably has some stake in the general, to be honest, because he won't get involved with companies unless he like does a lot of research. Then, He's used for a lot of promotions just because uh, I think that's what he likes to do when he does invest in a, in a company to some extent, which is why you see him in a lot of Papa John's commercials now. But yeah, maybe he has a stake in general and he's just went full in into that. Um, then in Snoop Dogg was, or whatever he calls himself now, was one of those. He was, he was in general commercial, right? Like he was. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I think they got a few people. I think maybe I do remember him being in one. Oh, what? What product is this? It's um. See, I I really wish they had the products to go along with these. Um, it's kind of silly they don't. I know it was for a real journalist would have included that. It was for one of those male enhancement, uh, <laughs> where it's the one where it's like meet Bob, and it's just like all these like euphemisms. And, oh, is it the like, one the double entendres? Well, I'll probably think of something else. I don't. Well, maybe we think of an antidepressant. Because remember, there's like some, I want to say pea or like a rock. I don't know. It was really colored in. Enzyte, natural male enhancement. Oh. By the way, everything we mentioned uh, in this episode about uh, that apparently has turned into commercials, um, these are all sponsors. So, <laughs> uh, Starburst, especially the male enhancement, Enzyte, male enhancement. Um, Little Caesars, the general, head on, apply directly to the forehead. Apply directly to the forehead. 
apply directly to the forest. Oh, Education Connection. Oh, yeah. Those songs were great. I don't know if they were like, I still see some um, now, but they didn't seem too early. Do you remember, so there was an Education Connection where the woman is like in her room and then there's just randomly like a, a window cleaner that's just like staring into her room and like dancing along as she like sings oh about get connected for free, like find the right college for me, whatever it is. Like a, but also like, it was like a house. It wasn't like a apartment or like a, a large apartment where he, he would be cleaning on like the 12th floor or something like that. It was like second story built. Like there should not have been like a guy cleaning the windows. Yeah, that's really creepy. Yes, it was really I'm sure they knew that too. It's terrible. Ah, Ricola. Oh, JG Wentworth, 877 cash now. Oh yeah. That's still a thing. That's like I'm on a bus now. There's like three phone numbers in my life that I remember. And it's like my mom, Reagan, and apparently JG Wentworth. Oh, I thought they were all gonna be like commercial, uh yeah. And nine one one. For a while, I remember, was it just like 1-800-EMPIRE? Like, I feel like for the carpet. Oh, yeah. I think that's literally just the number, or what? 1-800-EMPIRE? Wait, yeah, no, it was... No, it had to be 1-800-500-8-2-3-4-5. Oh, yeah, Empire wasn't even in the... Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. But I know I know the digits didn't match up. I was trying to think if there's any other. Yeah, yeah. Eight hundred. How oh, we remember that? Eight hundred five eight eight two three hundred Empire today. <laughs> also a sponsor. Yeah. Uh, are they still around? I don't know. Oh, the old guy from Six Flags. I never really cared for that. Oh uh, yeah, that was a big part of my life. With that uh, dumb song, we hear it all the time. Oh, those dead rat look things from Quiznos. Oh, yeah, dude. That was... They're so creepy. Is Quiznos still around? Oh, God, no. I mean, they sponsored us, but... That was a long time ago, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not getting anything from that sponsorship. Now, I heard they're trying to make a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah, that might be. Uh, I'm sure if they... I don't know. Something they would be able to compete nationally. Oh, freecreditreport.com with that band that was playing the song about freecreditreport.com. Maybe. Vaguely remember that. Apparently, I'm not a millennial if I because I don't remember a lot of these. Well, hmm. There's still no, there's like a few years we would have missed, right? If we were too young. Yeah. We're or also, like, if we were too old and we just kind of stopped watching TV and literally just watched um, American Ninja Warrior all day. Oh, man. I hope this person didn't get paid as much as the other person because this is a, a BuzzFeed article that's 18 commercials no millennial will ever, ever be able to forget. <laughs> you just keep pointing up each other. Ever, ever, ever. forget. Oh, now that's what I call music. What are they on now? Yeah. 
Do you have any guesses before we look it up on what now that's what I call music they're on? I don't know. Some like with the Madden numbering, it get weird, um, especially if they do like a. <laughs> now that's what I call music 25th anniversary featuring yeah. Barry Sanders. <laughs> yeah. You get really messed up. Uh, I, th- um, I think they're in the hundreds. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I think probably, maybe. Hmm. I feel like we look, uh, not us, but someone I was with one time looked this up. Yeah, maybe seventies, nineties, maybe. Well, maybe less than that. I don't know. I mean, it just depends what you're trying to look at, right? They have like a lot of different ones. Are we do we group those all together? I don't know how that numbering works for them. Yeah, because they also do like now. That's what I call smooth jazz, seventy four. <laughs> like uh, like uh, you know, um, kids versions that are clean. Oh, apparently they're on seventy nine right now. Ooh. I guess they're right. They can't be doing one a year. I mean, yeah, of course, obviously. But I wonder how many they do a year. <laughs> They've been doing it for 79 years. Yeah. <laughs> Started back in 2000. Uh, yeah, no. We're um, starting a new program. We're calling it, now that's what I call music, you see? <laughs> it's just like, why? That was my impression of all music. I just... um. Oh my god, it started in 1990. The United States version started in 1998. Ah, man. That's two years off. And they have come up with 78, 79. That's wild. From what I remember, I think it started in in the UK first. Oh yeah, it started in the 80s in the UK. Hmm. British imperialism, yeah. The UK is up to 109. Now that's um, what I, yeah, maybe now that's what I call music 109. Blame everything on colonialism. Man. That is what I call music. I just don't see the point in that when you can just make your own playlist. I don't understand. There was you a time release... there was a time where you couldn't. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can always make you can always make your own mix. I don't know why you had to rely on someone else to do that. I don't know. Like you going back to like cassette tapes what they should do is they should take like the best songs from each of the now that's what i call music and like put them together and call it now that's what i call now that's what i call music (laughs) that would be really how's the shake weight oh i remember the commercials for the box set of the shirley temple movies oh yeah i think i still see that occasionally Depends I remember what time. I remember being a kid and thinking, "This is for just the oldest people." <laughs> so if if they're still on now, I can't imagine who they're selling this to. The next oldest people. I was obsessed with um, maybe or two, but I don't know. Waking up really early, before like even cartoons started, and was watching like Ronco products and there were those infomercials with like his knives oh yeah he just recently died oh did he oh yeah shame he was actually weird to say but like he was part of my childhood because of commercials i love that uh, that stuff yeah that's a shame i think i convinced my grandmother to buy the knife set um did not disappoint a lot of knives probably more than you really need <laughs> probably more I... expensive than you really need but yeah he apparently is credited with coming up with the phrase but wait there's more 
which is like, yeah. I mean, I used to watch infomercials all the time as a kid and I'd always want every single thing. And I still have that magic bullet sitting at my parents' house. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. like, I mean, in hindsight, it was just a, a tiny, less a powerful blender. <laughs> but I was like, you could do so much with this. Did you see? Did you see? And then your mind will be blown when there's like, they tell you wait and there's more. <laughs> It's insane. You're, you're telling me if I call in the next 10 minutes, you're going to double my offer? <laughs> Quick, where's the phone? <laughs> at 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's at 5 a.m. But if you call at 5.10, we're not giving you this. <laughs> yeah, no. Sometimes. Yeah, no, I can reminisce about those infomercials. Yeah, they, were, they were great. Oh, speaming of, there's a ShamWow on this list. I remember mm. the ShamWow. I never really got into that. We were older. It's it was. I don't think yeah. it was really for for like high school age kids. The ShamWow. I don't. <laughs> that was not the target audience apparently. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's funny seeing. I don't know his name, but that TV personality um, going on to other things, other products. Oh yeah, he had like the chopper or something. Yeah, watch his nuts. You would always say things slightly inappropriate. Do you remember Billy Mays? Oh yeah, how, how can I not? He was Billy there. Mays here. Yeah, and that just through like popular pop culture references. Now, like, actually saw some of his stuff. Good times. Good times, big times. <laughs> I need to see that movie again. Oh, top 10 TV advertising jingles of the 2000s. Uh, Fanta or Fanta. Is it, it's Fanta, but I've, right? It's Fanta. Yeah. But in the song, it's like Wanta Don't you Fanta. Want a Fanta? <laughs> it's really confusing when your jingle pronounces the, the product in a different way. Like, yeah, they really had to try to force it to make it work. That would be like if little sle- uh, little sleezers. Little- <laughs> you think they're sleazy? <laughs> that would I know like, how you feel about them. That would be like if Little Caesars had a jingle where it would be like, it's a pleasure to buy little seizures. <laughs> or sleezers or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe, you know, it could be like it's pronounced other countries they pronounce it. Ponte, and that's just how it's pronounced there, and maybe it's just kind of yeah. I mean, it's, the probably, song. it's probably us just like mispronouncing it, yeah. and then us being like, "Wow, they're saying it wrong." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say it my way. Ah, uh, the Quiznos one. Yeah, I remember. I, I did um, watch one of those a long time ago. It kind of brought back memories, I guess. I don't know. I don't really remember remember that one. I think I remember one of the songs. Um, oh, the fillet of fish commercial with the big mouth bass. Give me yeah. back the flavor fish. Give me that fish. Oh, yeah. They had some... McDonald's had some uh, notable jingles. Uh, oh, my God. Our... <laughs> we buy any car. Oh, uh, yeah. We buy any car. And it was, like, loud. Yeah. It was so <laughs> loud and, like, in your face. And it's this guy in a suit just, like, breakdancing while he's just saying, we buy any car. Any, any, any. Wow, that brought back. Lot of memories yeah did we watch too much tv 
Oh, we might have, yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially for me, I didn't have like the gaming consoles that everyone had at that time. Um, didn't really get into the craze of the PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and Xbox at that time. Just couldn't afford it. So yeah, no, all I had was TV and just whatever other whatever kids would do. Of course, I didn't really have like a normally structured neighborhood to go around and play with other people. So just like really cooped up in, inside and yeah, just hang out with family. Yeah, so I don't really have like a lot of outlets except for TV. I remember once in uh, high school, one of the English teachers just like, I don't know if it was for an assignment or something. She just happened to ask like each person in the class, like how much TV do you watch a week or something like that? And people would be like, just like a few hours, they'd be like naming small amounts. And I'd be like looking down at my paper at what I wrote. And I'm like, is this and it? I don't think or maybe it was like per day or something and somebody was like I don't know one or two and that was like what most people said and I'm like I wrote six is that like (laughs) and everyone was like six hours of tv a day and I'm like is that I mean (laughs) says that too much and they were like yeah (laughs) I mean also like the weekend you have to average that out across the week yeah it definitely be six I was like I get what do you guys do when you get home from school then if you don't just turn the TV on until yeah, you like, go to bed? Like <laughs> literally the first thing. And I now would even do homework as TV. But like I yeah. didn't really have like a, I mean, I guess that was just how the life, the lifestyle was, but not also I didn't really need it, but um, didn't really have like a quiet place to go to on my own to do homework. So yeah, I just did it out from the TV. Um, but we also weren't really family to watch TV while we ate. So we also... So we, we didn't do that. Um, oh, see, we always had the TV on. <laughs> well, see, that's now I need something. I can't, unless I'm like out in public, unless there's like at a bar or there's a TV, but I just can't eat on my own without something, right? It's weird. I don't know, like without any type of screen. And I don't have like, a, I don't really have like, look at the back of cereal boxes anymore <laughs> uh, to keep me occupied like when I was younger. So I just need something uh, on to watch. It's just weird to not have that while I eat. So I don't know. I used to have to have the TV on to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I would do that a lot too. Yeah. Which like it's nowadays, easier. I'm like, I would just keep watching the TV and I wouldn't sleep. But back then it was like, I needed it on. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it all comes from like, when I was younger, I'd have to go to bed before everybody else, obviously. But that the house that we lived in was so small that you could like hear everything. So like I'm upstairs oh, trying to sleep yeah. and you could like hear the TV on downstairs and everybody like still talking. And so yeah. I'm like a dog. If you turn the TV on, I don't feel as alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely part of it. And plus, you know, I also didn't have like, of course, we don't have a, a, as much access to all this content that we do nowadays. So it's like if you wanted to watch a show, you had to like keep the TV on until like 11 p.m. at night on a school night you know just to um, watch like family guy or whatever we would watch that was on so yeah i probably didn't get a lot of sleep when i was in school but i turned out just fine right i think yes i think so speaking of tv oh movie did you watch something that you want to talk about a few things yes i don't know go for it yeah Um, this is now a time just like any other time (laughs) What was what is it? I'll see you sometime, or I'll see you another time, or whatever. I forget what. I, I'll 
I'll see you there or I will see you at another time or something <laughs> like that's very yeah, so confusing. Like, I don't know if you're going to be there. <laughs> but also like this kind of saying the same thing. But yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, now I'm blanking on what I watched. No, I actually did watch some things this week. Um, probably like my last free week in a while um, to really just have at it. Um, at first, something I didn't mention last time Um so I do apologize, but I did want to mention, did watch the end of Rick and Morty this season, season five, I think. I, I didn't realize it ended. I should probably start watching this season. Yeah. Are, so are you caught up until it's like you, you've seen four? Yeah, I've seen four, yeah. but I honestly don't even remember any of it. Yeah, it's probably might be fine to re- I mean, it's always a show worth rewatching, except for a few episodes in four. Um, five kind of is maybe a little bit better. There's definitely some low points. Um but even like a Rick and Morty low point, it's still fine TV. Um, but no, so it's just, I'm not going to get into much detail here, just especially if you're going to watch it and it's a little spoilery. Um, but yeah, no, they kind of, probably much to Dan Harmon's uh, dismay, they do do like a more serialized plot uh, in this to kind of wrap things up. I don't know if this is something they planned, but it's just really funny to see that um, them make fun of it. Um, the fact that they really don't like this and hate when people need to have like a serialized drama uh, within this and they just want to do comedy. I don't know. So I don't know how much of it is just like fan reactions or something they planned on to doing for a while. Um, I don't know. So, but I'll just say it definitely changes how Rick and Morty will be going in the future, even though they still have like over a hundred episodes to do <laughs> that they uh, signed up for. So this is going to be interesting. Um, so yeah, no, I, I definitely, I think it was, I think it was well done now. I think it was well done. I'll say. Um, still definitely have questions about it, but it, I thought it was it was fine. And like, it's just funny. I know we talked about fan theories before, but it's just really funny seeing all these fan theories and like going deep into the speculation and then none of it panning out. It's like, oh no, this is literally what they kind of outlined a while ago. Um, so it's funny seeing all those go away. So that's all. So yeah, like, I guess there was definitely. I think it's definitely worth watching season five. I don't know how much you would enjoy. I know I, I guess never really knew how much you've enjoyed Rick and Morty, but um, nothing can really top Rick and Morty like season one and two, in my opinion. I think it's funny. And I yeah, think oh, yeah. some of it uh, is clever, uh, but we've talked before about how, like, I think the, the fans kind of take away from it. <laughs> but Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about me? <laughs> No, like the mm. people who are like, it's the smartest thing ever. <laughs> like, yeah, just ignore them. I don't know how much of them are like bothering you. <laughs> um, but hey, you just got to ignore them. Um, and literally just enjoy it for what it is at face value uh, instead of trying to speculate too much. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Um, that's why I like really find it hard to keep up with other things. Like I mentioned like Harry Potter or things like I don't know. Um, even Star Wars, it's uh, these fan bases can be really tough to be a part of, or like to admit you're a part of it. Yeah, so I, I get that. I get that. That's why the one thing I feel like I like about Marvel stuff is like you obviously have the people who are like super super into it, who like beyond the movies with like the comics and all that stuff. But I feel like in general, Marvel has a pretty wide array of fans from those very knowledgeable within like the comic book backgrounds and stuff to people who are like oh like I haven't seen all the movies but I've seen like a a few of you know what I mean like I feel like there's a wide array and I feel like there's not really as much within the fan base of like the Marvel stuff as terms of like 
yes, they're just like very enthusiastic about the movies, but I feel like it's not necessarily in as much of an annoying way as it is with some of the other films series. Yeah, I guess that's just because you don't really need a high IQ to understand or appreciate Marvel movies. I think that's part of it. Um, that's awesome. I like when they blow stuff up and they fight. <laughs> the reskinned enemy. Yeah. Ugh. But that, of course, was a reference to uh, the people, the Rick and Morty fans. Is that what you're on there? Oh, so it's also really funny because I feel like the creators of Rick and Morty also hate Marvel. <laughs> they always have jabs within this show. Um, so I think a lot of people from Rick and Morty also don't enjoy Marvel. Um, I'm sure there's definitely some. It's a Venn diagram, right? There's going to be people who like both. Um, well, that's... Yeah. The later seasons of Community also kind of take shots at Marvel, which is funny because like uh, the Russos like were big in wow. the, big in the first few seasons of Community as directors and stuff. They actually so they got uh, Winter Soldier because of like one of the paintball episodes of Community. Mm, oh, I thought there's more to that. <laughs> no, I mean that was it. They just like I guess uh the the marvel people liked yeah liked their um their take on those paintball episodes plus their iqs probably aren't too high um no i'm just messing (laughs) i'm just messing so what else did you watch what else did i watch um i was trying to think about anything else to say about that yeah i mean there are definitely some things to not like marvel slash i mean i'm including disney in that too um there's reasons why to not like them and i get that um but yeah sometimes people just have a blind hate for no reason and that's weird um like one, uh, okay so another Scor- scorsese <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that uh, yeah that's a, that's a bit too much in the other yeah in that direction i mean right? we've talked no about reason. It, we've talked about it before and the fact that he was like doesn't like superhero movies but like i've finished every superhero movie and i could not finish the irishman so <laughs> i don't know what to say about that i'm not i know i'm not like you know uh the most cultured film person but like that movie was super boring to me so yeah and like now nah, yeah not every movie is gonna be for everyone um yeah and yeah and it's just this, this isn't a new thing where it's like oh the Marvel movies aren't movies. There's always like this, like there's always going to be like this genre that's like looked or looked out upon or frowned upon. I don't know, but they're still movies. I don't know. Treat it. The only things I have issues with are like just really like bad ones that just try to um, piggyback off the success and try to like basically copy. Uh, mostly like things you get from, oh, there's just one German. Um, director who's like notorious for this and like he has a lot of ton of crappy movies out i don't know for his name but he's kind of known for that stealing ideas from other movies anyway this got actually really good um segue into this other topic because i think this is a movie that is has not been for everyone and i'm really curious to talk about this type of movie um it's a chris christopher nolan movie that i recently watched um this week and that is tenet have you seen that i haven't I oh, have still have still have not decided if it's even worth watching. Uh, mm. are, are you also still deciding, even though you've already seen it? <laughs> so here's the thing. Okay, this is a movie. First off, 
I really did enjoy it the first. I, I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. Yes, it kept me hooked throughout. It's a Christopher Nolan movie, so it's going to be like it's a high level of concept that can be convoluted throughout. Um, that may require a rewatch. I say may because there's a lot of movies. So this is like a topic I re- kind of want to talk about a bit more. If you have any thoughts on it now, or maybe later. Um, that's like like movies that require a second watch to like fully appreciate it. However, I think for this movie, you almost need to watch a second time to fully understand what's going on. That's what I've heard. Is it, isn't it long? No, it's not that long. I forget the exact, it's a two and a half, maybe. I don't know. And I'm thinking like a three hour movie is long now. <laughs> um, but like anything over two hours, I think is like a good spot. <clears throat> um, I forgot the exact length, but I'm sure you're looking at two and a half hours on the dot. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's why I feel. and like it didn't feel like that um it just depends what kind of movie goer you are and i don't know it was really it was like dramatic suspenseful kept you guessing um it kept me interested in like figuring out what's going on and it was just like a complete mind fuck um but then some people might not like that because i feel like to fully understand what was happening you would need need to watch it again not just rewatch it to fully appreciate what's going on like in other movies it's like oh now that has a whole new perspective. That's a whole new viewpoint that I'm seeing from this other perspective, this um, point of view, knowing what happens. Uh, this is like something completely different where you almost need to watch it again. And I don't know if that's good. I, I still don't know if that's good. Um, I don't Wait, know. is John David Washington's character in the movie really just called the protagonist? Yes, there's uh, maybe not a reason for it, but it's definitely um, a thing. It's a definitely. It's more probably more of a, like a literary device than uh, it, has, it really has no bearing on the plot, but it's just like, yeah. <laughs> and like there was a time where like, wait, I don't even know this guy's name. Um, but it, it's kind of referenced throughout that where people do mention him as like the protagonist in this this story. Uh, yeah, it's 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 weird. So you have to watch it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good thing. I don't know. Movies, most movies, I think, are an art form. Um, and that was his intention to have it have a whole new kind of viewpoint going watching it and like oh wow this is actually something that adds to it don't know if that's good or not um i don't think it's inherently bad depending on who you are but i feel a lot of people were pissed because they just didn't want to didn't want to be forced to watch a movie for a second time to fully understand it um i haven't done that yet but i still feel like i got something out of the first viewing i don't know i still think it was interesting that's the i I don't know how I feel about Christopher Nolan movies because mm. I, for that basic thing that it's like, I feel like he does like always mix up things in the movie and stuff. Like it's like, he's obviously intentionally not doing like, here's the clearest picture of this story. Like he's always right. But like, like you said, does that actually make it better? Or is it just like you don't necessarily have that good of a story? So you're like, oh, well, what if I switch it up a little bit? Yeah. Like, like I really didn't care for Dunkirk because it was like, huh. I don't think it, I don't think the story needed to be told in different timelines. Like, I just, I get that, like, that was your choice that you made and that's fine if that's what you wanted to do. But like, I don't think it added anything to just like do like, a, like a land sea and air like different timeline all like shown at the same time i don't know that's just personally like i think that story could have been better if they just didn't try and screw around and get too cute with it i might need to rewatch dunkirk again to fully respond to that 
but I get that. And I we can wait. All, we'll pause right here. You yeah, gotta watch it. It's only yeah. an hour and forty six minutes. So oh great, and you won't even cut that. You'll just <laughs> hear my reaction throughout. <laughs> and, um, no, but I'm also coming off of watching the Witcher series, which starts out like that. It starts out different. <laughs> okay, don't do that. Uh, it starts out like three separate, um, basically three separate stories that are kind of start off in different time, but you don't know that. You don't know where everyone is in relation to each other, both spatially and um, temporally. So I don't know. So it starts out that way. And you don't know that until like a couple episodes in. I think that adds confusion for some people starting it. And then, but I I think that was well done. I don't know. Then once you hit a certain point, like, oh shit, that was, okay, I see that. I don't know. You start piecing it together. And like, I think that kind of adds more to it. Um, I don't know, especially with how that story is told. But I get that like, well, I Sometimes think that stuff can be too convoluted. I think for no reason. From what I remember, I think that was Dunkirk too. Like you didn't yeah. realize right away that there were different timelines, and then it was, or maybe it's you're supposed to realize, and I was just dumb. But I think it took me a while to be like, oh, this is not all happening at the same time. I feel like it's also for that movie. It seems unnecessary. Yeah, that's why. I, mean. uh, I don't know for with something like The Witcher that does kind of take over take place over the span of hundreds of years just with that universe it's a little different than this operation that was happening the historical operation that's happening um during world war two one two two not three not yet um well that was and like interstellar like there's time play in that but it's because like it's space travel and they're like that i I get yeah and it's like actual like reality and real science that people can understand inception a little bit more pseudo <laughs> not probably not even like pseudoscience is really you know there, i still I haven't there's... seen that one either what i've never seen inception i would recommend that I, it might be i'll say it's less mind fucky than um uh tenet. um than tenet yes uh but i think that's still that might start to get a symptom of his over convolutedness um but i think it's still like a decent watch and the end, then it's like, as you kind of go through, I think the ending has, you have a deeper appreciation for the ending if you watch it again, um, but you don't need to watch it again. Um, they, it's like an exposition dump throughout where they tell you everything. So it's just like kind of a lot. <laughs> um, you have to kind of keep track of where people are and what that means for each other. I don't know. So I do recommend it though. I thought that was really good, but it's not for everyone. I don't think his film style is for everyone. So I don't know. That was like the main thing I wanted to talk about. Um, I would recommend Inception over Tenet. Um, but no, I think I like, I really did enjoy Interstellar more than Inception. Um, liked his Batman movies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm looking, the best. At, I'm looking at his IMDb right yeah. now and I'm like, of all of these movies, I would definitely say The Dark Knight is my favorite, but I also haven't, there's mm-hmm. a good deal of these I haven't actually seen. And I just know yeah. a lot of people like, um, especially when I was, like in the film program and stuff, people would say he's her favorite director. And if he is, then that's fine. Like I, that's a lot though. <laughs> well, that's, and that's, that's the thing. I always commitment. Wow. I never really like saying like, so-and-so is my favorite director because in my experience, I feel like a lot of directors because they have their own style, like they will just make a lot of the very, the same films. Yeah. And I feel like, like, why wouldn't you want to, like, try, like, I would want to try, like, a film in each genre. Like, oh, let me take a crack at a romantic comedy. Oh, let me take a 
crack at like a heist movie like why would you want to do like oh let me uh do a uh, mind fucky time travel movie oh let me do another mind fucky time travel movie <laughs> like yeah kind of gets old yeah or if you're scorsese like oh let me do a movie with a bunch of old fucking people that talk for three hours oh let yeah. me do a movie where it's they're trying to stay old, relevant bunch of old people who talk for three hours yeah which like yeah. yes they've all made good films and i'm obviously like i'm not I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, they're popular. So like they suck. But it's just I yeah. feel like because you because you're such a popular and like well-known and prominent director, you can essentially do whatever you want. So like, why do you keep going back to that same thing? Like you could take a swing at anything and they'd write you a check like you could Scorsese could be like, ah, I think maybe I want to do like an outer space, like Martian type thing. or a Marvel movie. <laughs> Yeah, and I guarantee they'd throw money at him to be like, yeah, just have fun with it. Like, But they're always going back to the same stuff. I don't know. It's a three-hour movie of Captain America preparing his tax returns. <laughs> with Ray Romano as his accountant, I don't know. And then Al Pacino contractually has to show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He would be the IRS um, yeah, when they eventually do audit him. Anyway. Because I'm sure he makes bank, it would trigger certain things. Um, yeah, I get that. For for Nolan, though, maybe they're thinking of like the prestige, like some of his earlier stuff. Maybe not earlier stuff. I don't know how long he's been in the game, but prestige, I think, is definitely one of those ones that is pretty good. If that was him, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, and it has nothing time related, so it's pretty simple to follow. Um, but still, some like crazy. Uh, twists prestige is 2006 it was his yeah it was his movie between batman begins and dark knight Mm, nice yeah so i feel like that's pretty good but yeah i find i find it hard to like really say i like a specific director especially if you want to like like it's like oh in this genre i tend to like this director or in this genre i don't know it's just a lot it's i feel like it's a lot to commit to that right and i think that can change with your taste right like i don't know right now i do enjoy Edgar Wright and a lot of his stuff. I really enjoyed his movies, um, particularly Baby Driver. I don't know, just a certain artistic element to it that's like subtle, not, um, sometimes it's in your face, I guess, but a lot of subtleties I like. Um, I don't know, I think it's pretty good. Anyway. According to his IMDb trivia, uh, he and Sam Raimi are the only directors to do three live action comic book adaptations of the same character. Huh. It's interesting. I mean, I assume standalone fun fact. Mov- standalone movies because like they would be like like the Russos would have done three movies, four movies with Captain America in it, but like they're not oh, Cap- yeah. they're not all Captain America movies. However you want to define it. Yeah, I guess that was a little long detail over there. But another show I watched, started watching, came out yesterday. Um, I think you've seen this. I don't know if you kept up with it, but sex education. A few episodes in. Did a new season come out? Third season, baby. Oh, I gotta. That's another. I don't remember what happened, but Netflix is usually good with like doing a a, a recap. One move or one show that I'll I'll let you finish once I uh, interrupt. <laughs> I'll let you finish. Uh, oh, that was. Uh, I remember that from when we were in, like sophomore year of high school. Yeah, that always gets me how long ago that was. It's crazy. 
Like, I feel like if you were to go up to somebody now and be like, I'm going to let you finish, like, they wouldn't even. Yeah. Um, Half old. But I, Regan and I watched the first season of a show and we liked it and we were like, oh, there's a new season. And we went to watch it and there was no recap. And it was like, mm. it, picked, it picked off like right where the first season ended. And we were like, I don't remember any of this. Uh, yeah, it's almost... It's a necessity now, right? Just with how much content there is and how much it's it's time consuming to like rewatch it, especially if it's something like that's not on your mind twenty percent. Like I don't know, like if it's not going to be something you that's on TV or it's something that you really plan on rewatching, it just won't. You're just not going to do it. Yeah. I don't know, especially if like a new season just dropped. You're like, oh, let me put that on hold and watch it. It's like you really want to get excited for that. It's going to happen with Sex Education, and they do the recap. I don't know how good it was because. I think they did it for both seasons and there's, I think they missed a lot. They still reference. Um, so I kind of had to keep picking up pieces. I was like, okay, well, I, I recall that and that. So, um, but yeah, it's like, I don't know, right. It's just, it's such a good show. I, I didn't realize how much I really liked it, but it's, it's, it just, it's a, I didn't do any study on this, but I think it's, a, it's such a textbook example of how to like write characters and, do good character development and i don't know it's just it's fantastic and it's easier to do for a show obviously um but it's only the third season and i'm like it's beginning third season i'm like so invested in these characters i care for like i don't know so much emotion um just with how they're writing even the like supporting characters that i am supporting i don't know it's i don't know it's just always been something and the representation is quite good and the topics are um something people don't talk about or like maybe more taboo when it comes to um i don't know sex amongst teenagers and just how to do that safely um there's of course a lot of other things but i don't know just like a lot of high school life and drama but it's not overly dramatic i don't know it's not it's it's shit that's like believable and like yeah i don't know it's just such a great show um i don't know and i would recommend that to anyone just because of how well written the characters are um yeah so I take it you only seen the first season or, or the second season too. We've seen the first two seasons. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's, it's quite good. Um, yeah. We like it a lot. I didn't realize uh, that I oh. knew the I knew the new season was coming. I just didn't know it was here. Yeah. I didn't know until earlier, earlier this week. And then I totally forgot about it. On, like it was on Friday and someone told me I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. Okay, let, me, let me do that for today. Do a little homework before this podcast. Um, yeah, that's one of the main things I wanted to talk about. So no um, Shang-Chi yet, but uh, hopefully we'll try to watch that next week. That's on my list. Well, my homework for this week was watching Berries and Cream right before we started <laughs> recording. So that's what you did all week. Yeah, I watched it at like one seven thousandth of the speed so that it could take a lot longer. <laughs> Arm. Every time it says berries and cream, it'll just like restart. <laughs> God, what was that? I think that was oh, there's a really funny one of those things that I remember seeing for like Lord of the Rings. It was like every time oh, I forget, every time like Samwise with oh wait, you're gonna, you don't watch Lord of the Rings, right? It won't even, yeah. you won't even appreciate it. Never mind, I won't say it, but it's just really funny. And like I've made it like 10 hours long. Every time the Lord has the rings. <laughs> Is there a lord in Lord of the Rings? Not probably what you're picturing. I'm a little lord who loves golden rings. <laughs> golden rings, golden. Rings. 
Anything you watched? Um, besides Barry, I, I think so. But on the top of my head, I can't really. There's a few things we've watched, like one or two episodes of. So I'll do a more of a recap like later on once I get more into the episodes. Uh, but mostly the biggest thing was that we got our minivan this week. So I've been just excited with that and getting nice. to drive that around. Just been watching that, yeah. Yeah, you've been following this story from the beginning. No, you just like instead of watching TV, you're literally just oh, like the I thought, camera out. I assumed you were watching me drive around in my minivan. Oh yeah, I set up my Google alerts to alert me about everything related to your minivan that would pop up on the internet. I don't know. But I did uh, just get an email that it's got like a one month trial to uh, Wi-Fi. So we've got Wi-Fi in it for one month. So I could stream some stuff while I'm driving. Nice. I mean, I'm not going to Let's because you, you should don't do not that. do that. That just sounds like a bad idea. Not a sponsor. The yeah. idea of streaming while driving. It's not a sponsor this week. That's weird. I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of liability issues. I get it for like your kids but i just think that's a lot of issues here i mean yeah. you could look it up on your phone anyway like using a mobile network but still i don't know i mean yeah I, I don't really plan on doing anything with it and i'm certainly not gonna like pay to keep it going once it runs out for the month but like it's just it's a neat thing to say that like oh yeah my car's got wi-fi but like i mean that is that is something that just like never would have dreamed happening years ago it's crazy yeah, I remember no. when backup cameras were like, oh, man, this car is a backup camera. And now it's like, yeah, all cars have backup cameras. Eh, some cars. No, like it's standard on pretty much everything anymore. New cars, all new cars. Yes, that's what, my car. No, they didn't retroactively go back and put a backup <laughs> camera in every car. That's <laughs> bullshit. So, yeah, no, it's it was very much even when I bought my car, it was a big deal to have like for me, at least it was a big deal to have like power windows, um, like power locks. <laughs> um and so our engine our wheel yeah our so, rangers <laughs> didn't come with that but yeah so and i think that that's that that's the time where like bluetooth started to become it, i don't think it was like a standard feature or even backup camera it wasn't standard feature when i bought that car which is already like five years old at that time um but yeah no so that's just that's just to say i have a car that doesn't have any of those features but so it's going to be like if I ever do get a new car anytime soon, which probably won't, um, I still have a lot of life in this one. Um, and it's practically paid off. So I don't know or I keep it. But if I ever do get a new car, it's going to be completely different. Like it's going to be such a different experience. And I don't know if I'm ready for that. I, I mean, if my... even if you get a used car now, yeah. it's going to be like so yeah. much stuff on it. All this technology might even be a hybrid. Um, yeah. Is yours, yours isn't currently? No. Wow. Sorry, I'm not doing my part for the environment. That's really embarrassing <laughs> that you just hey. admitted that on live recorded podcast. I still, I still get 30 miles to the gallon on that. Yeah, that's. I would believe that. Yeah. Especially with all the highway driving I do. Cool. I mean, yeah, uh, that's that's about it for me. I didn't really. Yeah, I think that. Uh, Only I other think... thing I was going to mention is Brooklyn Nine Nine. But it's going to end soon, so I don't want to talk about that until I finish that um, season. Maybe before the final episode, we'll do a Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode. Remember when we used to do themed episodes and we would sometimes do TV shows? Actually, no. I really don't remember that. It's been so long. I feel like a one-year anniversary is coming up at some point. It is. I think it might not be until uh, October December or, or October. 
I think it, I don't yeah. think we started until December, but well, it's like November. I could November. easily look back at our first episode. Oh, it was December. Yeah, it was like a couple weeks into December. Yeah. Well, maybe our one year anniversary episode will just live react to us listening to the first episode. Yeah, maybe with my ears plugged. Yeah. It, um. Yeah, because our second episode was one I visited, which is probably the last time I visited you, and that was over like Christmas. And that's when we did our Christmas episode. This is our second episode ever, not including our first failed episode that never aired. Oh, yes. For an entirely different podcast that we never got off the ground. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's, that one. Totally that, one. That was for the best. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the all. Just live react to that one. The all mime podcast really wouldn't have taken off very well. The all what? The all mime podcast. Mime. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. That wasn't it. But I was trying to think of the worst possible idea for a podcast. Boxing myself in. Oh, no one can see that. Uh, yeah, that's a terrible idea. This is me ordering at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want the box. <laughs> the Taco Bell box. This is the universal sign for box, right? And then I'll get a crunch wrap that's good to go. Good to go. <laughs> Uh, yeah. we should end it there because we tied it all back to the beginning. That was great. <laughs> Just like we planned. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I have been a little lad. And I have been berries and cream. There we go. I was hoping you wouldn't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking did. Ugh. No, you crushed.